Hi, it's Dennis again. Welcome to Connect and Convert, Insider Strategies for Small Business Sales Success. Today's topic, how to get the most from your sales training events. Yes, that is a big concern, I know. But first, before we get started, I have some great news. I would like to introduce someone to you today. Her name is Leah Bumphrey. Leah is an esteemed colleague. She's a fellow Wizard of Ads partner. She's a brilliant sales brain, an inspiring writer. And now, luckily for me, because I need all the help I can get, my partner on this podcast. There are a lot of things I could tell you about Leah that I like about Leah, but I'm going to tell you what I value most about Leah, her perspective. We have a lot in common about how to practice sales, how to teach sales, how to think about sales, but there's one area we have that's different. We have different perspectives. And I think that's going to, I know it's going to be a value for me, and I think it's going to be a great value for you. That's going to be both challenging, yes, and interesting. So, Leah, please introduce yourself to our audience. Absolutely. See, I didn't even have to interrupt you. Oh, I have to say, Dennis, you made me blush a little bit. Um, I think you and I have similar backgrounds. We both worked in radio and love radio for a long time. True. You are in the warmth of uh, the southern states, and here I am up in Canada. A little yes. bit different market, uh, a smaller uh, smaller city, but local radio just rocks up here. Uh, I'm a mom of... Uh, I like to call them my beautiful boys, but they're all much taller than me now. So we'll call them the Bumphrey men. And uh, they love all things creative, all of them in their own way. Um, I'm also a big sister. And I think the combination of being a mom and uh, uh, a big sister and having a background in all things creative and training makes me just love this opportunity to work with you. So away we go. I think we're going to have fun. I know we are, and I thank you for, for taking the time and making the effort to be with us. I really appreciate it. Let's jump into today's topic. There's a sad truth. Most sales training dollars are wasted. How do I know this? Because I did it. I wasted them when I was spending training dollars. But the triple cost, okay? Wasted time taking the training, wasted dollars, wasted money doing the training, and the worst of all, there's no improvement in sales. It doesn't get better. Does it have to be that way? Well, I don't think so. I don't think it has to be that way. So today, Lee and I want to discuss some methods to make sales training more effective. Back in the old days, yeah, I remember those old days. I was part of them. Sales training was a one and done. But research and science has shown that this approach is just not effective in driving the long-term behavior change and improving sales performance and building skills, okay? So we used to do the seminars, the videos, the tape. I had cassette tapes. I had uh, big uh, VHS uh, films, videos. I had it all, workshops. And the theory was, well, give me four hours and we're done. And you know, it's fascinating to me because there is good, training out there, Dennis. We've all participated in training that we walked away from feeling like, okay, this I can I can run with this. This is fantastic. Uh, Wizard Academy comes to mind for me. That's well, the first time I was down there was a couple of decades ago, but it started 
that's back when Roy used to uh, travel and he, we brought him up here to Canada to meet with our sales teams, to meet with our, our prospects and our current clients to talk about business and how to make business grow. And isn't that why any one of us wants to be doing training? Uh, Roy doesn't do that anymore, but at Wizard Academy and when I went there, man, I was just inspired to keep going. I even had one of my sons go and he was so inspired. He's gone a couple of times. It's all about what are you trying to get out of the training? What What's possible? And wizardacademy.org, I always encourage my clients or people that I'm talking to for, from whatever walk of business they're in, check out the courses. There's some fantastic ones. I couldn't agree more. I, you made me think as you were speaking about the very first time I went to Wizard Academy. I had been a follower of Roy Williams, you know, as you had his books, his speaking. Yes, I met him a couple of times in travels and I was just enthralled. And then I heard Wizard Academy. What? Oh, that's connected. Roy's the Wizard Bad. So I guess that's connected to Roy. So I gave it a shot. It was in Buda, Texas at that time, not at the beautiful campus uh, we have now. And Michelle Miller was my first instructor, and she led us through a course in marketing to women. Transformational. Transformational. It changed the way I thought about marketing to women, and women were important to my radio stations. Every t- I've been going now for two decades. Can't stay away. Every course is different. It's not what you expect. It's the unexpected, it, It's but it's it's transformational. It gets it, it gets you in here. It touches you. You've managed to go every year since that first time, eh, Dennis? I haven't missed. Yeah, I've, I've, I actually served proudly and was honored to serve on the board of Wizard Academy for, for a period of time. But every year in the time since I first started, I've been there at least for one course every year. I, it, 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 it's a transformational moment getting away from the day-to-day and transforming. So I highly recommend to all of our listeners, if you haven't had the Wizard Academy experience, it's time. Go on oh. Wizard I'm sorry? Absolutely. I even took my husband because he was wondering yes. what the heck is this wizard thing and don't let the name put you off. It is a serious tool for serious business. And you will walk away with some serious ideas that you put into effect immediately. Wizard Academy. Okay, let's jump into our topic. What's the new approach to sales training? Well, thankfully, sales training has evolved and become more effective. Why? Because we're now focusing on continuous learning and enforcement. Imagine that. Science is very, very clear on this. We forget 90% of what we learn within seven days. We actually forget 50% of what we learn in 24 hours, unless there's an intervention. And the intervention is continuous learning, reinforcement, spaced repetition. So instead of one-time events, companies are now going through training programs that provide regular opportunities for salespeople to develop skills. And knowledge is great, but knowledge without action is useless. Okay, so the next topic we want to talk about is, uh, so you're a small business owner. How the heck do you implement these new sales training methods in small business? Well, first step, I would ask you to evaluate what you're doing right now. What are the strengths and weaknesses? Encourage a culture of continuous learning. I know when I was managing radio stations, we made it a core value that we would 
continuous learners. I supported a lot of that by by continuous training, exposure to new ideas, but that also is something that the individual has to to adopt. And my folks loved it. Uh, that will help to reinforce the learning. It provides guidance in applying the new skills. It's no good to learn new skills. It's only good if we apply them. How about role-playing and real words and real world, easy for me to say, simulate scenarios, okay? Uh, yeah, we, we've been doing that stuff for decades, but it, it's a new way of doing scenarios, real world scenarios based on real customer issues. For instance, recording sales calls. Uh, I work with a client where we do record sales calls, okay? And those calls are invaluable when it comes to training. How about utilizing tools for virtual training and practice scenarios? Again, online courses, webinars. There's so much you can get online today, some of it for free. Uh, measure and track progress. I would say the biggest fight that I have with prospective clients and current clients, for gosh sake, track the results. Sales are outcomes. Revenue is an outcome. The activities that lead up to sales, that lead up to revenue, are the activities that we need to track, okay? Some people call them KPIs, whatever you want to call them. Track your progress towards the revenue, and those are activity goals, okay? And most important, particularly if you're a, a sales leader or a gentleman or owner, provide support. Let people know that you support their growth, their journey, that you support their learning. You can do that by offering training, by offering coaching, by offering support, by offering videos, by joining online communities where people can share experiences and each other. Okay, the next step, how do you find out what the new techniques look like? There are a couple steps. First of all, examine your current training to identify what's going well, what's not going well. Secondly, keep yourself updated on the latest trends. There are all kinds of forums available for your industry, for any industry. Uh, there are conferences, there are workshops, there are webinars, there are books, publications, any number of ways to stay informed about what's new. And you know what, Dennis, you said a very key thing your industry and other industries. There's too much information. Roy talks about this. When, when you have a problem, look at another industry and see what solution they had for an issue and how you can bring it over. It, it's no different when it comes to training. What is What are other industries doing and how can that help you? I'm glad you mentioned that. It reminds me of something we did on the radio back in the dark ages, before, actually before the advent of computers. And one of the key problems a radio station have is managing its inventory. The inventory means the number of spots, ad spots available for sale, okay? And that determines your revenue. Obviously, what price you sell at and how many you have. My business manager and I went to the hotel industry and airline industry to figure out how to manage inventory. They had a great way of doing it. You know, as you get closer to the flight taking off, the, the seats become less available and the price goes up. Same in a hotel. 
If I try to book a hotel in your city today, I'll bet you I'm going to pay more uh, if I have to have it today than I will if I have to have it in January. So we created, by looking at other businesses, we created an inventory management system long before computers were out there, long before we had the computer support that worked quite well for us. So that's a great point. Look around. Uh, How about networking? I love networking, connecting. You know, there's a lot of science also behind this, that the more we connect with people, the bigger our social brain network, the more healthy we will be, the more productive we will be, the more successful we will be. It's I'll do a podcast on that one day. It's quite interesting. The well, more it's, connections. It's yeah. the reason why we always want to be able to say that I know a guy or if I'm if right. I'm your neighbor, Dennis, and I'm having trouble with my with my plumbing, I'm going to say, Dennis, do you know a guy? Because I don't have a guy. I'll, we, I'll do it. We I trust got, people. We trust we people. That, right? Absolutely. <laughs> You'd be in trouble. <laughs> I'm not okay. asking you to come fix my plumbing. Let me yeah, be clear. I, that would not be a good thing. I, yeah. I might I might end up uh, it might end up costing you a lot more money to fix what I screwed up. Uh, <laughs> so, hey, consider consulting with sales training experts or hiring sales consultants. Hey, that's what Leah and I do. Okay. I'm not blowing our horn, but yeah, I'm blowing our horn. Uh, We would love to have a conversation with you, no strings attached, to just find out, you know, do an assessment of what you're doing, what's working, what's not working. And then last but not least, experiment, experiment. You know, someone framed this for me once, and I've never forgotten this. You know, we all get hung up well, well, failure, what's failure, okay? Well, we tried something and it didn't work. That's failure. No, that's an experiment. If you were in chemistry class in high school and you were supposed to concoct some kind of concoction and it didn't work, that was called an experiment. That wasn't called a failure, was it? So why don't we look at those things that we do that don't work as an experiment? Okay. And the how is constantly evolving. Back when I started in sales, I'm sure similar with yourself, Dennis, they were actually designated, most companies had designated training positions. So this person was responsible for what's going on and how can we help. That's not the case anymore. There's a whole bunch of fiscal reasons why. There's also a whole bunch of, of uh, organizational reasons why. You know, the sales managers doing their own training tapping the shoulder of uh, senior ACs or, or se- senior salespeople to, in order to do it. The issue is it becomes very much just all in the family. If you're not willing to go outside and look at, at what's new, what's trending, what other people have uh, to say and what other people have experienced. Cause Dennis there, I tell you, there's people starting in radio today that don't know even that inventory can be an issue. Well, you've experienced it. You've solved it. You, move forward I, I remember and that's man that's almost 30 years ago having uh, a huge order i was so excited it was right around christmas i had this huge order and put it on the air How no spots available yeah inventory management yeah and uh, it's something that we learned from the outside yeah. uh, so in closing today i i'm, I'm gonna harp a little bit more on thing. don't be afraid to try things and you know if you learn something from a so-called failure, you didn't lose, did you? You didn't lose. You learned something that didn't work. If Thomas Edison would have stopped his uh, his journey to invent the light bulb, he failed reportedly thousands of times. 
he was experimenting. Well, I tried this and this didn't work. Then what's next? What's plan B? Most business owners don't have the plan B. Well, we tried that training and it didn't work. So it's no, training is no good. No, that's not it. That's not it at all. I've heard people say, well, you know what? I'm very clinical in my approach. This is exactly how I do it. This is what works. It's very, very, very defined. Okay, that'll work in some instances. But if you're not open to other possibilities, other ways of doing it, you are missing out. You're missing out on how to inspire your team. You're missing out on how to make yourself feel really great when you go home. Because I, I absolutely believe at the end of a great training session, whether you're at Wizard Academy, whether you're doing a Zoom training, yeah got to be able to come out of that with something that you go home and you tell your spouse or you tell someone, guess yeah. what happened today? Guess what I learned today? This is so cool. That's That would be the mark of a great event. I can't wait to tell someone. Well, this has been great, Leah. I'm glad you joined. You totally added to this. Uh, you're keeping me on course, and I appreciate that. You're giving a different perspective, which I totally appreciate. I hope our listeners got something about getting the most from sales training events. This is Dennis and Leah signing off on this version of Connect and Convert. We'll see you next time. <music>